Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining this episode of Not Your Average Tea Time. I am your host, Tobaria, and I'm going to talk a little bit today about the Jets' first preseason game. They took on the Giants in week one, and this was a change from their usual scheduled programming. They normally play the Giants for the dress rehearsal preseason game in week three. But this time, they decided to play the Giants week one because they also play them in the regular season. It's that random time of the year where they actually play them in the regular season. So um, let's start off first by talking about the three stars, the three top performers for the Jets during this first regular season game. The starters only played one series. So unfortunately, my three stars um, come from that first series. The rest of the game that I had a chance to see was a little sloppy. Um, I didn't get to see the whole game because the NFL Network decided to switch from the game in the middle of the third quarter because it was a rain delay and Kyler Murray was playing and Kyler Murray looked damn good so uh, my first star of the three is Chris Herndon the Jets tight end starting tight end going into the season Um, great blocker great catching tight end and he pretty much just showed that you know, when Sam Darnold does what Sam Darnold does and breaks her out of the pocket and scrambles, that he can find the open space and be a security blanket for Sam Darnold. On third and six, Darnold dropped back, looked like he was about to take off running, but at the last second he saw Hernan break free. He just floated the pass to him. Hernan took the ball, ran for a first down, and some little yak yardage there. So, it was good to see that Herndon stepped up there in that first drive. My second star is going to go to the wide receiver, Jamison Crowder. He's a free agent pickup from Washington who got hurt last year, so his production fell off. But regardless, he converted a couple of third downs while the Jets took the ball 75 yards in the opening drive with the starters and scored a touchdown. Um, he was a touchdown recipient from Sam Darnold, and he looked good. Um, there was a lot of concern if he can hold up, but him and Sam Darnold have some really nice rapport going into the season, and it's going to be a good connection for the Jets fans. If you're not a Jets fan, but you're looking for good wide receivers to draft in the later rounds, um, I suggest you pick them up in the third round of your fantasy football draft. Or the fourth round, if you're feeling like uh, you're feeling like a gambler, pick him up in the fourth. If not, pick him up in the third right away, because he's going to be one of Sam Darnold's favorite targets. And speaking of Sam Darnold, um, he's going to be my last and final star performer of the game. He looked like he was ready for Week One. He had only had a couple of incompletions, I believe, but he did have one throw that hit the hands of Jabril Peppers. It was like the first or second throw. But after that, he settled down. You could tell he got the jitters and the nerves out of him. And he led the offense down the field in order to score that first touchdown. Talk about three people who didn't perform well in that first drive or throughout the whole game, really. It makes you question their spot on the roster. So first off, the kicker. Our kicking situation um, Jets fans have been on Twitter looking at the camp reports, and all through camp, it has been just true. It's been bad. It's been what is the Jets going to do about the kicking situation? How are they going to respond? 
because um, our kicker is missing extra points. He's missing field goals. Sometimes he hits, but sometimes he misses. Um, head coach Adam Gay said that, you know, Catman Chandler, Captain Zero is his name, um, but Catman for short. He's, in, he's a pro. He knows how to kick. We'll be okay. But this preseason game has a lot of Jets fans on their edge of their seats wondering, when are we going to bring in the kicker? There's Ross Martin out there. Um, after the first round of preseason games, the Ravens seem to have an extra kicker because Justin Tucker is just a beast. But they have another kicker who got hurt last year. And, you know, he last year he went on the field in the preseason and he was just knocking field goals down. I think their plans were to trade him. But he got hurt off the field. So, you know, um, this year he came back on the field. He's healthy. He's still doing the same thing in preseason. He's knocking it down, knocking it down, knocking it down. So they're wondering if the Jets can possibly look to trade for the Ravens extra kicker because of that Joe Douglas-Ravens connection. The second of my bad stars, a thumb down, is Davis Webb. Um... Davis Webb came in there, and he looked like somebody who did not belong in the NFL. He was missing throws. He was very inaccurate. He could not make any connection, and um, he just looked like he needed to go to the XFL or somewhere else where he can continue to develop and maybe potentially work on his accuracy. He's missing guys that's wide open left and right. The Jets have a quarterback ahead of him and Trevor Simeon, and he looks like he looks like he can play if Sam Darnold was to go down or needs to step in for a quarter or a play or two. But Davis Webb is not the answer. And luckily, it's just preseason, so that's why I'm talking about it. Um, my last and final thumbs down is going to be for Perry Nickerson. Um, he was a rookie last year who came in as a nickel quarterback, and this year he's just so far he's just struggled. Um, this first preseason game I watched, he had a hard time keeping up with guys. He got beat for like a 51-yard touchdown on a slant in the second quarter. Now, who knows? Maybe it's a fluke. Maybe he can bounce back. But in the meantime, he earns that third star, third thumbs down for me because he just did not perform well. So, important things to note about this, some highlights and other things like that. So, this game was in the rain delay. So, it was delayed for an hour. So, it was the first time I have ever seen this. But, the game only had a five-minute halftime because there was an hour rain delay. It was something very unusual. Some I had never seen before. There was lightning. And so, the Jets came out. They, they didn't even go in the locker room. They just sat on the sideline and waited, drink some Gatorade, watch some film or something, and then they just kind of went back on the field. It was different, but I liked it, especially for a preseason game. Other notes I have here was that uh, the Jets' second defense, second team defense couldn't get any penetration up front. Um, so that's something to look out for. This team quietly doesn't have a lot of depth. Um, on the front line, in the secondary for corner position, and then our kickers. Those were the three positions that struggled. Um, Blake Cashman seemed to be out of position on a few plays there when the Giants were on offense driving down the field. And I just equate that to rookie nerves. Rookie nerves. He was nervous. 
he wanted to make a play so bad he was out of position so I'm looking to see that he bounces back during the second game preseason game number 40 K Brown I forgot his first name but he struggled the Jets are really high on him he came in as a late addition to the team during this offseason he's second team cornerback and he just seems to struggle but that was the case with all of the Jets corners backs after that first series. After all the starters got out, all of the depth players seemed to struggle there. Um, Frankie Luru forced a fumble, and Neville Hewitt recovered. Um, Trevor Simeon had a nice pass to Elijah McGuire on fourth and second for a touchdown. So it's good to see an offensive coach say, hey, we need to go for it, even if it is just preseason, because I think that has been lacking in the past. In the past, there's been more focus on the defense because, you know, the Jets have had, like, 15 defensive coaches since I've been a fan. But um, Adam Gase is the first offensive coach, and that is very refreshing to see. All right, and so, finally, just around the league here, Antonio Brown is threatening to retire. He's saying that unless he can wear his old helmet, he will not play. Um, he said it impedes his, his performance on the field and he does not like it um he does not want to wear these new helmets he's saying that other players are not forced to wear the new helmets like he is but that's not true brady is now wearing a new helmet aaron Rodgers had a problem with the new helmets but now he's wearing them so antonio brown feels like he needs to he filed a grievance against the nfl saying that he should be able to wear his old helmet the problem with the old helmets is that they failed like safety tests like they weren't up to standard when it came to like protecting players from head injuries so you know you hear a lot of people say like Larry Fitzgerald said once hey if you had an opportunity to hit me please hit me high versus low my legs are my lifeline I don't care about my head it sounds like Antonio Brown's in that same method, but this is something very weird. Mike Silver has been reporting on it. Um, Adam Schefter has been reporting on it. We're in the middle of hard knocks. We're interested to see if they're going to report on it come Tuesday. Yeah, so that is the main thing happening right now. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Not Your Average Tea Time. Please subscribe wherever you get the chance to.